as we welcome in Dan Kingierski to the big program from Pittsburgh Hockey Now. Morning, Dan. You're with Kevin Carries on Sports 1440. Welcome to the big program. Good morning, Kevin. Yeah, you know we were just talking about the All Star Game coming up, Dan. Are you do you are you one of those guys that you just oh, can't stand it, don't like it, or do you just take it for what it is? And maybe even more so with the you know the skills competition for the million bucks on Friday, maybe you know brings a little more light to it. Where do you stand? Well, sure. I think I'd like to see how the boys perform for a million bucks, but. Yeah, I get enough hockey for the rest of the season, right? Uh, I'm kind of over the all-star game. You want a break, too? I would love a break, yes. <laughs> well, speaking of breaks, the Pittsburgh Penguins, were maybe you can shed some light on that as well, about the direction that the Pens will be taking here. Uh, coming up, you know, six points back at Detroit with three games in hand, five points back at Philly in the division. So where where do the Pens stand right now and what direction do you think they're going in here? Well, I really do think they're going to at least keep it together through the remainder of this season. Uh, if I have to guess, I know Jake Gensel has been in the trade rumors for quite a while, you know, around Vancouver. But I do think uh, Jake will be the Penguins' own rental. Hmm. And, you know, whatever happens, uh, heading to free agency happens. I don't necessarily think he signs, but I do think he sticks around this season because you just don't know what's going to happen next year with health-wise and everything that uh, can transpire with all the salary cap space. Uh, You know, they don't have many more shots with this core three of Crosby, Malkin, and Latang. So, uh, you know, they're... uh, I think, you know, when they get Carlson, they, they've they've gone all in. And, and I just don't think they're going to easily give that up like uh, I, I know the rumors want them to. How many teams and how much interest do you think Gensel is drawing? Oh, I'm sure uh, Kyle Dubas has received a few phone calls, kind of the, you know, keep me posted variety. Uh, you know, the, the, the Penguins, because of those games in hand, actually, if they, uh, what do they have, three in hand on Philly or four? I haven't looked this, uh, in a couple of days, sorry. Mm-hmm. If, if they win, let's say, three of the four, they're actually in third place in the Metro Division. So uh, I, I would suspect there hasn't been heavy trade talks. You know, if there's been anything, it, it's just been sort of that, uh, you know, garden variety stuff. Yeah, four games in hand on Philadelphia, and the Flyers have really struggled lately with five losses in a row. Uh, Pittsburgh came up with a big win on the weekend where, you know, everyone was kind of going, man, you lose this one. But uh, just how would you assess the way the Penguins have been playing in the last little bit here? Yeah, that's really interesting because uh, they went out, you know, into the desert there in Vegas and Arizona and were terrible. Uh, You know, they they had uh, one... Uh, was it uh, eight of eleven? Really starting to feel good. You know things were trending upward, and they blow a two-goal third-period lead in Vegas and look terrible doing so, and then have a no-show loss in Arizona. They come home and it's kind of a no-show win over Montreal, which they didn't snap to life and, until into the third period. It's it, it's quite interesting, and, and Kevin, I, I have no idea on a night-to-night basis, what team I'm going to see or or, or cover. So, uh, you know, I guess the arrow is still spinning with them. Every opportunity, 
every uh, chance is with them. But, uh, you know, they have to seize it. And, and, and energy and consistency have been their biggest problems. Dan Kingerski, Pittsburgh Hockey Now, our guest on Sports 1440. So, Dan, does that surprise you that you're unsure of what you're going to see and get from a team that is so veteran-heavy and has been to the dance so many times before? It, it does. Uh, you know, last year was really a sideways year, and I thought they would have corrected things. But I, I think, you know, in addition to being the oldest team in North American pro sports, uh, you know, they are an average age of 30.8. Uh, I think sometimes they're old in spirit, too. I think sometimes they know the sun will rise tomorrow, even if they don't play well. And, and I think uh, that lack of, of hunger, desperation, can be their biggest enemy. Question for you, and hopefully you can answer it in the sense of Yesipoli a very polarizing figure that uh, was here for many years, but now uh, in down on the farm with uh, Wilkesbury Scranton with the Penguins, not a bad start to you know a, a, a position where he's had the surgeries with the hips and he's got four goals, four assists uh, in eleven games. So, what could you tell us about Puliyarvi in the sense? Does he have a chance to maybe you know get a call up here in the second half? Well, he absolutely has a shot to get a call up very soon. Uh, I I made the drive uh, from Pittsburgh there to Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, which is about five hours after I got home from the West Coast trip this week, and or I guess last week rather. I I must say I don't think he is moving well enough yet to be in the NHL. You know, I think the folks in Edmonton know full well the flaws in his game and. And I saw those. He kind of played small, and he played a little bit disinterested on the perimeter and, and all of those sorts of things. But in these little spurts and bursts, he puts numbers on the scoreboard. So uh, I, I think the Penguins have come this far with him. Putting him in the AHL and, and the free agent uh, tryout deal they signed with him, both the NHL and then the AHL level, it wasn't charity. So I expect him to get a real shot, uh, the, the Penguins could use specifically a third-line right winger. Or even, you know, if they shuffle the lineup, maybe a, you know, a right wing with Evgeny Malkin in there in the middle six. So uh, I would expect him to get that shot. Uh, February 6th ends their bye week and all-star break not long after that. Hmm. Great scouting report uh, from Dan Kingerski on Yesipuli-Yarvi playing down in uh, Wilkes-Barre-Scranton. Uh, off to a, a decent start. And is there, when you saw him, you know, got the eyeballs on him, Dan, again, what caught your eye was just the spurts. And we've we've seen that here for, you know, a lot of times where he had great spurts, but it was the, I guess, the consistency that I think drove people nuts around here. <laughs> I did not write a positive analysis mm-hmm. uh, of his game last week. It, you know, it, it certainly... Uh, I, I, I didn't uh, put any sugar on it. I, he does have to, to bring a little bit more of a motor, bring a little more energy or, or want to, for lack of a better term, to his game, I, I think, to succeed at the NHL. You know, sometimes when guys are in the AHL, I, you know, I've talked to you know, former players and some guys, like they know they're at that level, 
and so they're not giving it a hundred percent on every shift. And, and and I could see the Penguins uh, kind of talking themselves into believing that with Yessie as as well. That if they call him up and you know the adrenaline fueled first three to five games, uh, I, I could see that being a situation. Dan Kingerski, Pittsburgh Hockey Now, our guest on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. You got a text in for you, Dan, from Bruce in the Park. Please ask the Pittsburgh reporter if fans want Latang, Crosby, and Malkin to retire as Penguins <laughs> or trade them to help with a rebuild. Also, uh, what does the reporter hope to see happen? That's from Bruce in the Park. Uh, Bruce must uh, <laughs> check in with Pittsburgh Hockey Now occasionally because I've kind of taken fans to task a little bit lately. There's an odd thing happening here in Pittsburgh where it seems the good stuff makes people unhappy and the bad stuff makes people happy. Yeah. I, I, if, if this were put to a referendum and the people had to go to the ballot box to keep, uh, you know, at least Latang and Malkin, uh, I suspect it might be a slight majority that would say trade them. And obviously I think Sidney Crosby is a little bit exempt from that. I, I you know, people might say, oh, trade him and, you know, let him go win a cup or something like that. But I, I think we all know Sidney Crosby will finish his career in in Pittsburgh. I, I don't necessarily know what will happen with uh, Latang and Malkin. Uh, I do wonder if age has caught Malkin this year. Despite his statistics, his game is starting to not meet uh, the eye test. Despite, what I like yeah. is... Go ahead. So go ahead. No, no, no. I was sorry. Go ahead. I was, I had, was going to change topics anyway, Dan. But just finish ah, okay. your thought process. Go ahead and finish your thought process on it. Yeah, I don't know that. Uh, I have a rooting interest. Uh, I, I always kind of root for the interesting stories. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if they want out, I'll cover that story, and if they want to stay, I'll cover that story too. <laughs> uh, an interesting story was Eric Carlson. How do you think his fit has been? in Pittsburgh this year with, uh, you know, everything else that's been going on and, you know, winning a Norse and, and coming in. And, you, again, you have Latang already there and everything else. What's your take there? Well, Carlson's arrival certainly has changed Chris Latang's game for the much better. Uh, Chris is playing perhaps some of his very best hockey mm-hmm. at 36 years old. He's playing responsible and smart and really with a little bit of a chip and an edge, uh, you know, he's looked really good. Eric Carlson, on the other hand, is still a a square peg in a round hole with this Pittsburgh team. Uh, You know, their system is designed for the defenseman to get the puck forward, get it moving up to those star forwards, and let them do their thing. Well, obviously, Carlson's thing is to play with that puck. And and so there's a real incongruence both at even strength with Eric Carlson because, uh, you know, if he's not dominating the puck, he has to play some pretty good defense, and he's, well, you know, that's not his game either. So there's a lot of uh, times when you're just watching the game, scratching your head, you know, with him in the defensive zone. So, so that yeah, that's been a real problem for the Penguins. Uh, and then the power play at 13.2% is – most nights has just been unwatchable, wow. uh, embarrassing, you know, at, at times. And that, that run that the Pens were on, you know, when they went over, like no one could put, no one could believe it and no one can believe 13%. So I don't know. How do you explain it? 
Well, you ex- kind of explain it with in, in terms of the five players they put on the ice, three Hall of Famers, including Carlson. Uh, just a bad mix. Uh, you know, Carlson not carrying the puck up ice and pressuring the PK and pushing them back. Uh, Evgeny Malkin is having his struggles this season, you know, putting the puck in the net in all phases, really. And, and those two, just a terrible, you know, mismatch. Um, and everything else just kind of stemmed from that. No confidence, no energy, no juice. And, and they stayed to the outside. And it just became this, you know, I, I guess you put five great musicians together, but if they're playing five different types of music, you're going to get a terrible record. And that's what the Penguins' power play was. Dan Kingerski, Pittsburgh Hockey Now, our guest on Sports 1440. Uh, just one last one for you. And we always keep an eye on Tristan Jari and these parts. Obviously helped the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings to a, a Memorial Cup, uh, I guess, for it's a decade ago. Boy, does time fly. Uh, how would you assess how Jari has played for the Oil Kings uh, and what he can offer? I guess, you know, he's under term for a number of years here, but uh, he's a mm-hmm. big piece, I would imagine, to keep uh, the build going on here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I, I think seeing uh, Tristan Jari kind of overcome the struggles of last season. He was, you know, he was subpar last year, but he had this back injury that they they kind of kept hidden, and there were rumors of hip injuries and all kinds of you know big rumors. He, he's uh, had a very good year. He's had some real stinkers, but he's also been really good in uh, a, a lot of games too. He's being pushed this year by uh, Alex Andelkovic, who's having himself a career resurgence. Uh, I think Alex actually has, you know, a bit better save percentage, like around 924, where Tristan is, uh, you know, floating around that 915, 917 mark for most uh, of the last month or, or so. So it's uh, Tristan has been really good. Uh, he, you know, he's, you, you guys know how he uh, or what he can do plays the position pretty athletically with a lot of anticipation, good with the stick. Uh, his glove is, is solid. It's not great. It's, it's not uh, terrible. And his rebound control has been uh, really good this year, and that's been a little bit of a bugaboo for him in past years too. Really appreciate your time uh, this morning, Dan. Uh, enjoy the All-Star break and, and, <laughs> and even uh, the skills competition on, on Friday. All right, take care. That's uh, Dan Kingerski, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Hockey Now.